0: Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights, brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets.
1: It's Wednesday, August 12th, and you're listening to the Daily Market Common Podcast by Mario Sajikiriakos here at XM.com. I'm Cristina Marujos. President Vladimir Putin unleashed mayhem in financial markets on Tuesday after he announced to the world that Russia has developed the first successful coronavirus vaccine. Global bond yields erupted higher as demand for risk-free assets dried up, which in turn mangled gold prices and, to a lesser extent, wounded stock markets as well. Higher yields on bonds make bullion less attractive by comparison as the metal pays zero interest to hold. Similarly, rising yields can be a bane for stocks, because they imply higher borrowing rates for distressed corporates and fewer share buybacks. In this specific case, the news also ignited doubts about the market's leadership. The price evaluations of stay-at-home winners like Amazon and Apple may not make much sense in a post-vaccine world. Has Russia really discovered a safe and workable vaccine? That's open for debate. Putin said his own daughter has already been given the vaccine, though many scientists have questioned the lack of transparency and large-scale testing, saying that Russia may have cut corners and the product may not be entirely safe. But if it is true, then it's worth considering not only the implication for markets, but also the geopolitical dimensions. What are the politics of distributing a vaccine among different nations? Does China, Europe, or the USA get it first? And what conditions are attached? Gold fell without a parachute on Tuesday, losing more than $100 to settle near $1,900 as short-term momentum-chasing speculators were shaken out. The fact that Congress remains in a stalemate about more stimulus may have added fuel to the carnage, as the gridlock implies that any eventual deal may be smaller in size and thus a smaller government deficit which is negative for gold. Many now are asking whether gold has already peaked. It's a tough one to navigate. If this is the beginning of a sustained and healthy rally in bond yields, then yes, gold's best days are likely behind it. But it's difficult to envisage that. For one, the Fed won't be happy with rising yields as it may slow down the recovery. If yields continue to spike, policymakers might ultimately step in, first with words and then with policies like yield curve control to tame the beast. Besides pushing rates back down, that would also hammer the dollar lower, both positives for gold. Beyond that, government deficits will likely stay enormous for years, as putting the spending genie back in the bottle is hard for politicians seeking votes. Combined with ultra-easy central banks, this raises fears of debt monetization and flat currency debasement, which in turn makes gold a more essential part of institutional portfolios. Keep an eye on Fed speakers today for any signals they are becoming uneasy. The Fed's Rosengren speaks at 2 o'clock GMT, Kaplan at 3 o'clock GMT, and Daly at 7 o'clock GMT. In the broader currency market, there wasn't much reaction to all this. The defensive yen did lose some ground, but that was about it. It's not all quiet, though, as the Reserve Bank of New Zealand went all out overnight. Policymakers expanded their QE program by more than even the most aggressive analysts expected and opened the door for using negative interest rates and purchasing foreign assets. Additionally, they made it very clear they would like to see a lower exchange rate. The kiwi dollar naturally fell on the news. Thank you for listening to today's Daily Market Comment podcast here at XM.com.